es El Cafecito, the podcast where we talk all things culture over some nice cafecito. I'm Yvette Cruz. And I'm Joel Carranas. And today we're talking inheritance and the things we inherit. And we're also talking surrounding yourself with the right kind of people. So we hope you have your cafecito ready and enjoy this episode. So, Shual, I follow this series uh, about the power of words. It's called Wordiful, and it was created by Liz Hernandez. She is a former radio personality. She's a TV host, activist, entrepreneur, inspirational all-around woman. And she started this series to teach people about the power of words and the effect that they have on us. So they're just like little video clips, and they're not very long at all. She just sits there, and she talks about a word and... How she feels about us, asks, or how she feels about the word, asks questions, and it's just like something that you, you. It takes like less than sixty seconds. So check it out sometime, oh, yeah. listeners. Well, it's on YouTube and it's on Instagram. Wordiful. So get it. Power of words. Powerful words. <laughs> <laughs> so the last word really stuck with me. It was inherit, and so she talks about the things that we inherit. So when you think about inheritance, you may be thinking about money. Yeah, I know. I yeah, that's what I think about. And you think about maybe jewelry, clothes, a home that you might inherit. But we forget that we also inherit traits. And as unique as we all are, a lot of who we are comes from other people before us and generations and is passed down and, you know, subsequently we inherit those things. So I want to start off this conversation by asking you, let's just go with physical traits. Are there any physical traits that stand out for you that you know you've inherited from family members or, well, of course, from family members because who else? Right, right. Yeah, no, no. That's, yeah, the first one I think of is my nose. Mm -hmm. I think of my nose because I have the same nose that my mother has. My, my brother has the same nose as well. And it's interesting you ask that because sometimes, especially as you get older, you begin to kind of look back. And in my case, uh, like my grandparents are no longer uh, with us. So you tend to look back and try to see what those things were that they passed down, especially now that they're no longer here. Yeah. So as far as some of the physical ones, like on my mother's side, uh, I have, I guess you could say her face, like the kind of just like... The, Everything like the eyes, everything that is 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 my is my mom. Okay. Now, obviously, I have a brother, and he doesn't necessarily have that. He has more on my father's side. But physical traits there are some that I try to look for, and I don't see it. Mm -hmm. And people forget that they think, oh, it's always going to be how your mother and father look like. Sometimes things skip a generation right. as well, and I think people forget that sometimes. Yeah, because your parents also got it. From like, there's certain things that they get from their parents and their parents. So, well, because I don't know, I think about like, um, I, I have certain traits that like oh, my, yeah, my uncles. What, is it, is does it would count? You, <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I th right? uh, yeah, it can count because it comes from other generations. Yeah. Like, okay. Well, I don't know. Well, I know for, when you said nose, yes, I have my, my nana, my grandma, I have her nose, okay. um, which I don't like. I don't like my nose, um, no, no. but it's my nana's nose. And so, you know, it's, but I, I, my, my mom always pointed it out to me. And when I see my nana, I like, I see my nose. And I'm like, okay, well, it's hers. So I hate my nose, but I love my nana. So I guess I'll take it. So I guess you love um, your nose in the end, really. Well, <laughs> I love my nana. <laughs> there you um, and I have like my eye color. I have hazel eyes and my, both of my parents, my mom and dad both have brown eyes. Mm -hmm. And so my eye color, I guess, comes from my, my nana. So she has like gray blue eyes like they're they're just a different color and my uncle my mom's brother has like light you know green hazel i don't know eyes so i i think that that comes from from my grandparents like from my my nana and from other um i think her mother because <laughs> i know it's not exactly from my parents right. i didn't hear that from them i also have like hair I have very, like, fine, thin hair, which I also don't like. 
But I love my nana, and I also get that from my. Well, I want. I want. I always want a thicker, curly hair, and I didn't oh, get that. Okay. You know. So that's yeah. That's what I mean. And my mom's hair is also like thin, but it's not as like my sister and my mom both have like thicker hair, and so yeah, like I I have. I think I have my my. Nana's thin hair. Yeah, like yeah. for me, for example, like my my skin color. Yeah, I'm actually the darker skinned out of my brother, out of my oh, brother okay. and me, and also my mom. I'm I'm much more darker skinned uh-huh. than my mother is. And the reason for that is that's for my father's side of the family. Oh, okay. So my mom always has always told me since growing up that I've always had my father's skin color. I've yeah. always had just that, and it's true. Just looking at photos and looking at just remembering my grandparents on my father's yeah. side, um, just a few times that I remember being with them. Yeah, they were uh, darker skinned, and so that's why they would call me some like as a kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of my mom's friends, who were basically like family, would say to like my brother would be like Onesta Joshua, and then they would call me Onesta Joel, or sometimes they'd call me Onesta Negrito. Oh, sometimes they would call me that, yeah, yeah. because I was the darker skinned one, yeah. and they didn't do it out of meanness or like that. Yeah, it was no, it's it's cariño. Yeah, exactly. But that's what they would call me because I was yeah, like the darker, the one darker one. one. Yeah. I have the exact opposite experience because <laughs> I am very, very, very fair skinned, and so I, I, yeah, but like my my parents are both also they're 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 considered fair skinned too, but not like me. And I am probably the most pale person in my entire family. Really? Like my entire family, I think. Everybody. Yeah, I don't think, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I, I think it's it's obviously inherited, but it just kept getting lighter. <laughs> I don't know, because they'll be like, oh yeah, like you, you know, like so-and-so. You're, mm. It is Blanca, like so-and-so. Mm. But I'm still like five more shades lighter than so and so, so I don't really know. <laughs> maybe I maybe it's a lack of sun. Apparently, I don't know because yeah, it's. I mean, you know, it, it varies among my family, but still, it, it, I'm very like I'm on the end of this like the scale. I, I want to ask you, Yvette. So we talk about now physical traits. Uh-huh. Now, not all the traits are acts are physical. Right. Some of them come from, let's say, a passion that we have that maybe a family member had or mm-hmm. still has, but it was just it, it was passed down. For example, yeah. Uh, I love to read and write. Okay. I've always loved to read and write. That was always my strength. Never math, never nothing like that. It uh-huh. was always been reading or writing. My mother never enjoys enjoyed reading really? or writing. To this day, she doesn't mind reading, yeah. but it's not her. She, you're not going to really find her reading. She doesn't love much. it like you love it. Yeah. yeah, and she doesn't she doesn't love to write. Okay. She just she'll write when she kind of needs to like she'll write her lists and things like that, but she's not going to write necessarily a letter. She's going to call you instead. Okay. Now, but so I didn't get that from at least I believe I didn't get that from my mother. I got that from my grandfather. Oh. From my grandfather on my mother's side, who my mother always told me, and I still remember when when he was alive, he would love he would always send us letters. Even back when we had moved here and he yeah. was still in New Jersey, he would send my brother and I when we were letter, little letters in Spanish, and my yeah. mom would read it to us because we oh, we weren't sweet. able to necessarily read it at that uh-huh. age as well. But he would just send us to you know be good boys and to do and you know and to obey your mom. But he would always love to read as well every time i'd go to new jersey he was always reading a book he would sometimes watch uh sports like sometimes he'd watch just like the news but other than that he was just constantly reading he was constantly just writing as well so i like to think that i got my passion for reading and writing from my grandfather because my mother also told me that my father uh he was not the biggest fan of reading and writing either so it didn't come necessarily from my parents do you have any experience like that where you at least think that, okay, yeah, I know you had mentioned the physical traits that you had gotten from your nanny, yeah. but did you get anything, something from even an uncle or from your grandparents? Yeah. So, um, well, okay. Well, when you say like non-physical traits, the first thing I can think of is 
my uh, my sense of humor. I have a very like my sense of humor is very much like my mom's. Mm-hmm. Like we'll joke around, we'll kind of like push each other, um, but it's like in a loving way. Like we'll tease each other, we're like or other people around us, um, but we're like. I don't know, like, there's no, like, ill intent towards it. Like, at the end, it's like, it's, I don't know how to explain it, but I, it's, it's my mom's um, sense of humor. Like, mm-hmm. I, I have her sense of humor. And my um, my grandpa, on my dad's side, we call him Papa Fai. His name is Rafael, and mm-hmm. I think the kid, I don't know, some kid, some grandkid or someone at one point couldn't say it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, Papa Fai is what we call him. And he is like, <laughs> we don't even know anymore at this point. I think he's like 105 or 106. Wow. He's definitely like... He was 103 several years ago, so yeah, no, we don't we don't really know. But he is always like I remember him. I haven't seen him in a few years, but I always remember him as um uh or two years I should say. Um, I always remember him as telling stories. Like he like because he's lived so long, he loves to tell stories. I don't know how many of them are true because he's lived so long, and so I don't know how much he remembers exactly. But I love to tell stories, and it's the same with my mom. I know my mom, like you know my so he's my paternal grandfather, but you know she's my mom, and and actually my my mom's mom too, my nana. She also like loves to tell stories and like like just loves to talk. And the way that they like my both my mom and my grandma, the way they tell stories. I tell similar stories like my friends uh, would always joke around about how I talk extremely fast Mm -hmm. and I just didn't really get what they were talking about. (laughs) I was just talking. And then I heard my my mom. My mom also talks very fast. I heard my grandma like I I, it it stood out to me. And my uncle, my mom's um, brother who passed a few years ago, he also he like if you think I talk fast he's like a machine, you know, so just like hearing all them talk together, like and the way that they're telling the stories and the way that they like love to hear stories and like maybe it's a cheese man, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, that that I know I inherited from them. Just mm-hmm. that like that love of like storytelling and just like listening to other people and um yeah, like coming up with stuff. And I think I, well, I won't <laughs> I won't call this family member out, but when I was a kid, I did um Uh-oh. I was known to to stretch the truth. <laughs> <laughs> um, so when I was just, a kid, just, uh, just when I was a kid, kid okay. because now I became a journalist, and so you know I seek wow. the truth and all that. But when I was a Thank kid, yes, I. <laughs> when I was a kid, I definitely, uh, I was, yeah, I definitely stretched the truth because I'm okay. I guess maybe all kids do that, so I don't know if that's an you know completely inherited. But I, I have a family member who is also known to stretch the truth, <laughs> so I'm pr- I, that probably definitely inherited that. Um, maybe I don't know. Um, well, when we talk about like things that we in like, there's obviously good things that we inherit some things that we're proud of is there anything that you're not proud that you inherited it doesn't have to be anything like super bad but just anything that you're like oh like you you blame it on a family member like Uh, fibbing (laughs) (laughs) i think uh i don't think it's necessarily a bad thing i know some people get kind of annoyed by it uh i eat i tend to eat very slow i just Uh, eat very slow but that's just because yeah (laughs) and that's because i uh, a i got so used to just accustomed to our meals that would be it's not just we're just sitting down and eating. Obviously, we're talking. We're doing this. So they would last longer. They would last an hour where we weren't necessarily eating the whole hour. We were just kind of – we talk, we eat a little, then we talk more, and then we eat a little like that. Yeah. And so to this day, even when I'm just even by myself, and I'm sure you've seen it here, yeah. I just sit down on myself. But I'm still – it's like 40 minutes have gone by, yeah. and I'm still finishing that burger. I'm still finishing yeah, that. I that just be, just <laughs> uh, And part of it is also my mom eats mm-hmm. slow as well. Whereas my brother eats really fast. Yeah. One thing that I was going to say that maybe I – it's not necessarily that I'm not proud of. It's, it's stuff that I don't necessarily know. Um, so my father wasn't around for a lot of my for, – for basically most of my life until mm-hmm. I was about nine years old. 
So there are a lot of traits that I guess that we all have, unlike some people and those who grew up without either their mother, their father or, or their parents or whatnot, they, they notice as well. Sometimes you don't know what the trait is, if what your father or your mother's trait is. So, for example, uh, when I was younger, I was very, I was kind of like, I was kind of angry. You know, I had my angry phase where I just mm-hmm. like, it's whatever and all this stuff. And my mother wouldn't say that that necessarily wasn't my like my father because mm-hmm. my father was a very, what I, from what I know, was a very aggressive person. Mm-hmm. Um, and his the things that he did in his life proved that. But my mother wouldn't say that's not necessarily, she would say just kind of that's not necessarily what your father would have done or that's I don't know where you get that from so it sometimes would make me question like where did I get that from and and other than my the color of my skin I don't know really too much about that side like I don't Mm -hmm. know what my father's traits necessarily were completely like sometimes I've asked my mom but my mom would just say no like he he had his good moments he had his bad moments like everybody else he got into some trouble along the way but I think part of it is just that's like mom talk, like not trying to make me right. feel bad. But I think for me, there's always going to be that 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 question mark that I don't know. So I don't know whether sometimes, like sometimes, yeah, when I get upset, I usually get upset at myself first. I'm I'm my biggest critic. My mom isn't really like that with herself. Neither is my brother. My brother's not like that. I don't recall my grandparents being really like that, so I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna default it and say that maybe that's from mm-hmm. my father's side, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I, I yeah, so yeah. that part for, for me will always be missing, but I'm okay with that. Good. Like I'm okay with that. Like that's fine. Like that that's okay. I mean, it's no, it's not a perfect world. What can you do? But I like to think that those bad traits that my father had, that I have not picked them up. That's at least I like to think. Yeah, and good. I do everything to not. Good. And we, I think, that. to some extent, we probably have, like you know, obviously things are handed down, and we don't have a control mm-hmm. over. But if it's not physical, really, we have a control. We right. we do have a control. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, what hmm. about for you? Is there anything that you would say? It doesn't have to be to that extreme that I just pointed out, but something that you say maybe, oh, you know what? I I kind of wish I didn't do that, but you know, maybe it's, I got it from my tia so and so or whatnot. I will I give you know. one little short one, one, one last. I do sometimes talk a little fast as well, uh-huh. and sometimes I'll get my mom or my brother be like, "Hey, like slow down a little bit," because they don't talk fast at yeah. all. But I do have one uncle Jose. Uh-huh. He talks, he talks so fast, it's crazy, it's crazy, and he kind of like, and God bless him, you know, he's a good guy, but he just he stutters sometimes, but he's super yeah. quick. Yeah, my nana, yeah, my nana stutters. Yeah, I and, stutter, and so my mom will be like. I, <laughs> she'll do like that and I just laugh at it it's like no relájate, relájate. and I'm just like I'm cool I just I can't help it it just that's just how I am I yeah um I don't know I don't I I mean probably other than like you know the stretching the truth mm-hmm. I like to say uh other than that I am and I'm sure there are some things that I don't like I just can't think of any right now but I don't yeah, I don't think of any nothing like t- nothing that I'm just not completely proud of um I know, obviously, like we we don't we like I said we ha- we have control over um, some of the things we inherit to some extent. Right. But let's just you know like completely hypothetical here. If you could like just choose to inherit something like and it started right now, like if you choose whether whether it be physical or whether it be not physical, like a, a non physical trait or an experience or something from anyone in your family, not even like um, you know mother, grandfather, like just anyone. Uh, what's something that you would would that you would want to inherit? What I'd want to inherit is probably just, I think one that I, that both my brother and I have inherited that we kind of already got 
I'll just say the one that we we pretty much got is no, but you can't have it. Like it's something it. you don't already have. So um, I'm gonna make it a little more difficult. There's nothing out there other than maybe my grandfather's ability to just be very calm and patient. But the thing is, my mother kind of has that, and I feel like slowly I'm trying to gain that. Okay. So I can't say that there's one out there that says out there that oh, I have to have this inherited thing. I, I think I'm honestly I'm just happy with the way kind yeah. of the. the I'm happy the way I am. Of Good. course, there's, you're always going to want to improve. No, yeah. There's nobody that doesn't want to improve. But I can't say that there's something right now that I really think. I, th- I think there's maybe what me, maybe be a little bit more zen. Maybe mm-hmm. I think that's maybe I think that's it. But then again, I'm fairly young, so I think I still you have, have time, a little yeah. bit w- uh, ways to, to get there. So, Good. so, yeah, I think that would be it. Maybe just be a little bit more zen. Good. What about for you? Um, well... I and maybe there's still hope for this one, but uh, both of my parents are pretty good cooks, and I'm mm. not. So that would be nice if I could somehow inherit my like my mom is just I I look up to her so much when she's in the kitchen because she's not like she just knows what she's doing. Um, I defer to Google a lot and my mom <laughs> to tell me what to do. So I wish I you know could somehow get on her level. And my dad was a pretty good cook too, so that that would be nice. I, there's there's still hope for me, I think. Um and then my uh, I have a lot of family members who are very very musically talented. Mm-hmm. They can sing, they can play instruments, tons of them, especially on my dad's side. My musical talents just stretch to like dancing. I love to dance. I can dance. Um I can pick up dances pretty quick. So that I don't know if that counts as like the musical side, but like some of them can, ah, oh, they're just like, they could sing so beautifully. They play the drums, the the keyboard, the piano, the saxophone, just a bunch of other stuff. And, and yeah, that, that would have been nice. But So um, you would be more desirous of the talents. Yeah. Like the, like the, yeah. Yeah. Cause I think that's yeah. a, that's something that I think is passed down. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's I learned. Think, no, but some of the, like, no, like, I think it is passed down. I think, okay. uh, especially I, like voice wise, I think. Yeah. Because you th- can probably learn to play an instrument. I don't know. I think a lot of times we see it with, I know we see a lot with celebrities as well with yeah. their kids. Some are obviously more talented than others. There are some yeah, kids that, like, that yeah, yeah, they like, should you not did, be. You did like, not inherit that. It's okay. Right. We see it with sports as well. We see it ah, a lot true. of times that, that they inherit maybe whether it's the talents or whether it's the hard work because. That's always that balance that people think, well, well, my father was this or my mother was this, so it should come naturally. Yeah. But no, hard work comes with it because, yes, your parents might have been blessed with whether it's singing, whether it's athletics, whether it's whatnot, but I'm pretty sure they also put in some hard work. And yeah. So don't let those get blurred. Don't get those lines get blurred. Yes, that's true. That's very true. Um, okay, so let's uh, end off with this one la- last question. Um, what would you... In like one murder and one trait, whatever. What would you like to be inherited from you? Oh, wow, that's a really good question. <laughs> oh, that's really good. Um, oh man, and it can be anything. Like just like I mean, obviously you'd want a bunch of things, but like right. one, just the one thing. Right. It's gonna sound cheesy, but I don't care. Heart. <laughs> heart. Okay. Heart. I think that's. I think yeah. That's all I'll say. Heart. Okay. What cool. about you? I would want my imagination to be inherited. I love my imagination and hopefully it uh, gets passed down, you know, to my, my niece. When my niece has a huge imagination. So mm. maybe that's for me. Yeah. I don't know. In some way. Uh, yeah. So I'm trying to be better with Instagram. I don't post very often and I don't really check it out too much, but I'm trying to get better. 
Somebody that I didn't know was on Instagram that thankfully you pointed out and let me know who was on Instagram is Will Smith. Yeah. So I didn't know he was on, <laughs> but apparently I think I saw that said that Ellen kind of helped him set up an Instagram. Yeah. And so and they even <laughs> took like a selfie and all that and showed him how to take a selfie. But it seems like he's having Thank a you, blast. Thank you, Ellen. Yes. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> it seems like he's having a blast out there because it feels like every day or every other day he's posting stuff. And it's, sometimes it's just random goofiness that he's right. just him, mm-hmm. like scaring his friends. Scotty, yeah, he's scaring oh, yeah. Scotty, Scotty. Yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything he makes from my that. days. Yeah. yeah, and then just taking photos to for, with, you know, whether it's him going to you know get ice cream or, or or whatnot. But there are a lot of times where he's putting in some inspiring words there. Mm-hmm. And there was a video that I think it was just a few weeks ago that he posted, and he talked about who's motivating you and how to set your life on fire and who's seeking out those people that are fanning your flames. I believe Mm -hmm. that's what he said. Yep. The prerequisite for spending time with any person is that they nourish and inspire you. They feed your flame. The people that you spend time with are going to make or break your dreams. Everybody don't deserve to be around you. You got to defend your light with your life. You know, and if you guys haven't checked it out, go check it out. It's just, I think, about a minute long. It's yeah. not too long, but... You need this in your life. Yeah. And he brought up some good points of, of how, yes, we are self-determined most of the time. Like, yes, we're, we're self-determined, whether it's we're at school, whether at our friendships, our relationships, etc. But obviously who influences a lot are the people that are around us, whether it is our family, whether it is our partner, whether it is our best friends, etc. And... How how they're fanning your flames is is huge. It's, it's obviously very important because mm-hmm. it could lead you to obviously very su- success or it could lead you to something maybe not so successful or even down the road of failure. Hopefully not, but it has happened before. So with this in mind, talking about fanning your flames, I just want to get more of into an open conversation about who is who's, who's fanning your flames. And so, Yvette, when you think about Okay, who's the first person, I guess, my question, who's the first person that fans your flames for inspiration for whatever it is that you want to do? My mom, of course. Yes. <laughs> yes, my mom's my biggest fan. Like, mm-hmm. she uh, motivates me. She um, is always pushing me, and um, she she keeps me grounded because she's also, like, she, she now growing up, she was never one of those people that's like, oh, yes, like, me, obviously, like, you can do anything, but not, like... How do I put it? Like, like you can do anything that you work for, but not like, oh, my daughter's amazing. And my daughter like can, is just like such a wonderful singer. And like, you know, she's because I, I can't sing. But yeah. like she uh, wasn't blind, I guess, to my faults. And so she motivated me in that sense. And so even when I'm feeling like down or tired or stressed and, and like about ready to quit, she doesn't let me. And she she says things like she um we have a saying like in, in my family, like um my mom, she she always says this to me and my sister, uh, but she says, um what like when, you know, we're we're having a, a moment or something, she she always says to remember que somos guerreras. Like and that means we are warriors. Uh, guerrera is a, a female warrior. So uh, she always says that to remember that. And, and that's true. Like that, those words have always like fanned my flames in a sense, because like the way he puts it is like, you know, um, or Will Smith, I should say, the way he puts it in, in the quote that he, he says in the video, he says, you set your life on fire. So, you know, we, you know, you want to set your life on fire and a fire like needs to be, you either like put out the fire or it keeps growing. And you know, if you don't, if you do nothing to it, if we are the fire and we are like, like you said, we are motivating ourselves, obviously, but the fire still needs like 
outside stuff to either get bigger or to not, you know? And so she was always one of the people who was fanning my flames. And she was always pointing out because um, this is really important that to be surrounded by people that are also helping you get where you need to get. And not like in a, in a selfish way, like, you know, you're using somebody for it, but they're, they're, they're going to be there with you. Like during the times of struggle and the success, like they're not just going to show up when you're succeeding. You know what I mean? So, yeah, like, you know, I'm no one's perfect and I've made mistakes in the past and maybe I've surrounded myself with people who probably weren't the best for me at some points in my life. But I, I feel like for the most part, I've gone to a point where I know who's fanning my flames and I know who's going to fan my flames and I'm going to do the same in return. So my mom is like the captain of that team. <laughs> she's the, the coach or I don't know. She's she's like the, at the top of that pyramid. But then I also have like my, my, my best friends. My best friends are always I, I think that's a must. I think. Like the people, like your your main, your crew, your clique, your circle, your your team, like they all have to be part of like team fan your flames. Yeah. There can't be a person who's like that's that one person who's not fanning your flames. That doesn't that not, makes not no sense. No, no, <laughs> that makes no sense. Like if they're not fanning your flames, and if you're not doing the same for them, like if you're not in this together. There, there's no, there's no room on the team for you, right? And you know, and and if you're not doing that to someone too, like someone that, that's doing back to you, you shouldn't be on this team either. Like, it's, it has to be those like those people that are close to you, like the people that you are like. And I think he says it in the thing, like the people you're texting with, like yeah, the people that you're texting with, the the messages that they're sending you, like you can't just be like, hey, I I just got a promotion or whatever, and they're like, oh. <laughs> like I'm not saying they have to like buy you dinner because right. you got a promotion. No, but like you got to feel. That like you've got to feel you've got to know that they are truly happy for you like you would be truly happy for them if if something like that happened you know you know like it like this I love this topic by the way because I think it's really important who you're surrounding yourself with I think um they have to they have yeah they have to uplift you do you have do you have a team like that I do have a team like that. It's not a very big team. It doesn't have to be. Not, exactly. I don't think it. Ha- yeah, it doesn't have to be a big it team. Uh, it doesn't have to be because I never wanted to be a big team. No, like cause... even as a young, as even as a youngster, like I've always my group of friends has always not been a very big uh, clique, if you will, a very big group. Even to this day, it's still not. The, the captain of my team, kind of the same thing yourself, is of course is my mother uh, as well. But she's always been like when I was younger, she was always very tough mm-hmm. uh, on me, just because I think part of it was. Uh, she felt like not having my father there. She wanted me to just somehow instill that toughness in me. But at the same time, she showed that warmth and, and, and I've tried to carry that as well. And you know, as you get older, yeah, you have your friends who influence you. And for me, during high school, it wasn't the best, to say the least. Um, and that's all I'll say. But it wasn't the best. But separating yourself from that is tough. It is tough to separate yourself because you feel – you sometimes feel – more committed to the friendship than to the actually like why are they fanning your flames and where are they taking those flames to because my friends and it's my fault as well because I'm not going to say oh it was just peer pressure or whatnot but it was also my idea I was more committed to the friendship so even if it was not something that was leading to something negative I would still go with it because I was more committed to the idea of the friendship and not really thinking about well what is this friendship giving me so that took a time for me to realize, to okay, that, that there is a difference. That you could be committed to your friendship, but where, what, what is the basis of this friendship on? Or what is the foundation on? Are you guys motivating each other? Are you? How is this, how is this interacting? Sometimes friendships are one-sided. 
and, sign of friendship. No, and people don't realize it because of selfish reasons. You need it all the time. You need it constantly. You need that constant motivation because sometimes, like you said, the the flames flicker. Sometimes when you're feeling down, sometimes when you're yeah. feeling stressed. And, that, and if they put a, like how he says in the video, if they put a log on that little flame, like it, that little fire, boom, it's out like that. And it, that's, it shouldn't be like that. They should be, right. all right, this fire is getting smaller. We need, to, we need to fan it, make it bigger, whatever. Like that's how people should, that's how your people should be thinking. Um, and this isn't just, um, this isn't just like, like friends. Like you said, it's, 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 you know, it's family, it's your partner. Um, this, this is like a kind of like a weak example, but it makes sense. Uh, a few years ago I was, um, I was involved with somebody and, uh, this was like a long time ago and I, uh, was in college at the time and this person did not, um, how do I put this? This person did not agree with me going uh, not me, just me, like anybody did not believe in higher education and mm. thought it was a waste of time. Mm. And, and I have said before, even on this podcast that college is not for everybody. And I completely will say that, but to say that it's a waste of my time and right. to say that I'm not going like that, it's, it's not going to do me any good. That was, that was like putting, that was putting logs on my flame. Yeah. And needless to say that, per, you know, that, that's, that was years ago and that stopped right there and then. Um, but like even in senses like that, like if you, if your partner, if your spouse, if, if, um, you know, you are, if it's like a first date or something and you're, you're seeing somebody like, and uh, you're getting to know them and they're not uplifting you and not, and I'm not talking about putting you on a pedestal or like echándote flores, like I'm like, you know, I'm talking about like making you feel like you need or not, or where was I going? <laughs> making you feel like you can do this and you can do anything and you've got that support system. Like that's, that's, um, that's, that's the requirement. <laughs> like yeah. that's how we, and like you said before, maybe in the past, you know, we, we think like, you know, we need, we need friends and it doesn't really matter what friends mean. Like I know that as a, as a kid, I think everybody goes through that. And even like, you know, as a teenager and as a, as a young adult, maybe you're thinking about the, the, the fun times right. and not the long term. But I think at this point in our lives, it's, it, yeah, it's definitely about the long term and it's definitely about, about, um, achieving like those dreams and and he says it in the in the video too he says that um the people that you spend time with are going to make or break your dreams and that's absolutely true because um they don't have to be doing the same thing that you're doing and they don't have to be like pursuing the same things but they have to be wanting that for you like they have to they have to um they have to clap for you like i saw i saw this tweet um i don't it's a uh, wesley snipes tweeted it but i don't know if he came up with it or if he quoted it somewhere like i i don't know but he, he tweeted it so this is where i saw it um and he said uh, your circle should want you to win or the, your sorry your circle should want to see you win your circle should clap loudly when you have good news if not get a new circle some people get caught up in what outside yeah. people of the circle say now, if somebody inside your circle is saying something like that, or they should not be then, in your circle. Then, yeah, then you need to reevaluate and you need to see what is go what where is the disconnect there. Yeah, and not saying that you, not saying that you shouldn't just completely cut it off because there could be a miscommunication. There oh could yeah, be, definitely like yeah, get to the bottom of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there, there could be just something that's going on or that happened that maybe you're just not aware of, and yeah. that you need to just bring that person back into the circle and say. Hey, you know what what's going on, and there, and I think a lot of times a lot of people like to avoid conflict. I think, yeah, you know, but, I think so but, too. But well, if I, I think circle, a good circle, needed. yeah, no, I mean, I think a good circle is like mostly conflict free, <laughs> like a good, like yeah, like so think, like I just think about like the people, and this maybe this is just like 
in like this is how I'm thinking of it, but I'm thinking of like my like the people that I that I'm thinking of that like completely support me and completely like know when I'm down and and are there to help. Like they, I I don't have like the the reason that they're in my circle right now. The reason that at my 27 years of age. I like want to keep them around is because they like they 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 do it for me like they uplift me they they clap for me and 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 when something good happens to them like I feel it's almost like when something good happens to them it's happening to you you feel that happy for them and and I feel that when something good happens to me they feel like it's happening to them like they we're you know we're that connected and I, and and it's a it's a small circle like you said it it doesn't have to be like I, like I said it doesn't have to be a big one um because I think the smaller maybe the better and the truer in a way, but I don't think it, it should matter what, um, like I, there's, there, in, at least in my case, there's no conflict because we're like, we're good. <laughs> like we're, we're just like, we, there, there shouldn't be any conflict. Like there's no need for it. It, there, it makes no sense. Right. I think at the end, we just have to remember that the people around us and like your circle or your crew, whatever you want to call it, your friends, your family, they're a reflection of who you are, like they're a reflection of who we are. And um, there's a quote that my mom always says, like always said to me growing up, especially with friends, and you've probably heard it, it's definitely a Hispanic mom thing. And it's, dime con quien andas y te diré quien eres, which means tell me who you're with and I'll tell you who you are. So think of it like that. Surround yourself with good people and you're one too. Well, that's the show for today. That was a lovely conversation, Yvette, as always. Yeah, likewise. Make sure to follow us on social media. We are on Facebook at KSL Cafecito. We're also on Twitter at KSL Cafecito. I'm at George Caranas. And I'm at Evie Cruz. We hope you enjoyed our conversation today and hope you tune in for more. And also don't forget to tell your friends about uh, downloading and subscribing on Apple Podcasts, uh, KSL News Radio. What else? Stitcher. We're public. on Radio Public. Radio we're on public. Auto Radio. Yeah, just tell we're, your friends. We're on a lot of places. Yeah. We're on a lot of just, uh, and shout out to everybody there who's listening. Sometimes I look at and see the audience and it's like, wow, like just cities. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Like, thank you. Thank you, Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Pittsburgh. Thank you, San Jose. Obviously, thank you, Salt Lake City and Chicago. Orem. Yeah, Chicago. Thank you, Barça as well. Bar- yeah, Barcelona. I, I, I see you guys. Thank you. <laughs> Muchas gracias. Um, and thanks to everybody. Thanks for listening. Ciao.